should any woman over fifty have long hair? The miracle was that Felix saw none of this. When they first got together, he described them as beauty and the beast. He had had tiny green eyes, a large if indeterminate nose, untidy short hair, and a small scruffy beard and moustache. All of these features, apart from the beard and moustache, were still in evidence. The addition of laughter lines around the eyes, broadened shoulders, and a bulkier chest provoked an irresistible comparison with a rumpled teddy bear. If Felix was a beast, he was an endearingly attractive one. In the car, Freya checked she had her notes in her bag, took a few deep breaths and gazed out of the window. She loved the woods at this time of year. The green leaves on the trees continued to be a novelty, and even though it was almost June, there was a still-flourishing carpet of bluebells and pale primroses. The first time Felix had brought her to see the cottage, she had been taken aback by its rural solitude. Now she couldn't imagine living in London again. Here their nearest neighbours were a quarter of a mile down the lane, and as they passed Pam's house, Freya noticed that her red Renault Clio was gone. Freya felt a slight easing of tension. Pam was one of the best by-products of moving here. She was loyal, kind, and utterly reliable. She must have left already, Freya said. I asked her to sit near the front. I need a friendly face to look at. I'm a friendly face, Felix said. You're too friendly. You'll be nervous for me and that'll make me nervous. Rubbish, you're brilliant at these things. They were coming into Darrowbridge now. Felix drove past the railway station and then the garage. Freya stared into her bag to check she had her phone. I told the twins I was dreading this, she said. I thought they might have rung. She felt a little hollow-chested. She should have eaten something earlier. Her phone gave two little bleats and Freya took it out of a bag and studied it. Let me guess, Felix said. It's from one of the girls. Off to Scotland tomorrow. Hurrah. Good luck tonight. Love, Tess. Now I feel bad. Oh, ye of little faith, Felix murmured. Freya sighed. Tess does love Scotland. She'd move there like a shot if a job came up. I rang Ma to wish her happy birthday the other night. She's so excited about Tessa's visit. They've always been close. I hope I'll be close to my grandchildren, if I ever get any. Of course you will. People take longer to settle down these days, that's all. Most 27-year-old women have at least had a few long-term relationships. Freya swallowed hard as Felix turned into the town hall car park. Oh, God, it's almost full. She watched him slide the car into one of the few remaining places. I wish it was all over. She opened her door. Dulcie told me to go in by the side entrance. Wish me luck. You don't need it, Felix told her. You'll be terrific. You look terrific. He switched off the engine and reached across to kiss her mouth. I'm very proud of you. Tell me that when it's finished, she said. She climbed out of the car, straightened her dress, hoisted her bag over her shoulder, and went through the side door into a room with walls covered in alphabet posters. Her four fellow panellists were there, and as she accepted a glass of wine from Dulcie, one of them, an ex-editor of the Darrowbridge Gazette, came over and kissed her cheek. Freya, my darling, you look good enough to eat. If the girls were here, they would roll their eyes, but Freya could never resist a compliment. 
Thank you, Roland. I hope I've not overdone the party look. I love your party look, he assured her. He enjoyed his reputation as a ladies' man and took great care of his teeth, which were now fully in evidence in all their radiant regularity. Dulcie's phone let out a shrill screech and she clapped her hands together. That's my alarm! It's time we went in! And so in they went. Freya felt a flutter of apprehension as she took her seat and noted with gratitude that Pam sat right in the middle of the front row. The hall was almost full, a testament to the formidable organisational powers of Dulcie, who stood up and waited for the excited chatter to subside. Tonight, she proclaimed, we have five local celebrities who have each given up their time to bring you this entertainment. Each of them will take on the role of someone they admire. Each will give a brief talk in which he or she will try to persuade you to keep him.